The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Level 2 has begun. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. We're cruising along F1 style. Man, I'm like Lewis Hamilton cruising. Except I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a Mercedes or McLaren or anything else uh, like that. Hell, I don't even have a skateboard. Uh, but we do have a microphone, and we do have Arash Makazi. He's going to join us a little bit later on. To, uh, one of our uh, one of our affiliates, or one of our big time affiliates, of course, the Mighty 1090. Arash has a show daily. You know, he doesn't need any introduction. He's going to join us. We got uh, Big Card Julio. Well, whatever. Big Card Julio is uh, Julio Rosario, but uh, uh, Julio, of course, play by play voice of the Windy City Bulls. The uh, Chicago Bulls G League team and Chicago State, longtime listener of the show, great broadcaster, and he'll probably be doing NBA uh, in a couple of years. So uh, the Washington Wizards get it done, but their their prize is the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm surprised, though. The Sixers are only six-and-a-half-point favorites in game one. Generally, in sports like this, you know, look at the Wizards. They got blown out against the Celtics. They didn't seem to care, and now... They were urgent tonight. They smoked the Pacers. I would tell you, and you guys know, I bet the Wizards all the time. And we told you the Wizards were to play. I bet the Wizards all the time. And uh, what do we say going into this play? I said, you take them against Boston, and if they lose, you just, like, triple up and quadruple up because there's no way in hell they'll lose to the Pacers, and they smash them. But you see it all the time in hockey as well. You come off, like, a tough series or whatever. Like, long story short, the Wizards just played two games in which they had to win. They had to win one of them. They were in desperation mode. There was like a pressure like around it. Now there isn't. They can get. They can lose by sixty-two on Sunday, and they won't care. They'll be like, whatever. We got six more games. Like you know what I mean? Philadelphia is going to be chomping at the bit, man. Like Rocky, actually. It's going to be chomping at the bit, like Rocky, ready to punch him, uh, punch him in the face. It'll be a tough spot for the Wizards. Uh, we got a number for the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs in game two. And I'll tell you what, man, with the Montreal Canadiens, and I don't understand this. We can bitch about this, but for the love of God, they haven't had fans in any sporting event in Canada, right, in like a year and a half uh, or so. Like, more, no fans have been back since. Not a single fan went to a single NHL game. And the Montreal Canadiens announced you can have fans starting May 29th. That's for game six. Why didn't you just announce it for game three, jackasses? Mojur, bring it. We should come with a warning label. Caution. 24-hour sports talk. May cause mild addiction. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without rageahol. <laughs> This is Portrait. I am Gabe Marenzi. Arash Merkazi will join us in uh, level three. Picard Julio stepping up and in in a couple of moments. Uh, we'll get to our uh, main man. Um, of course, the series has begun. Very heated. Scary moment, though, wasn't it, to start? Like, there's so much smack talk. It's all in good fun. I've got no beef with the Leafs or anything. And um, it's all good. I'm just hoping for a fun series, good series. And I'm hoping to win my bets. And we did tonight. Canadians plus a puck and a half. But... Um, it really was a scary moment with Tavares. And, man, Tavares, like, he got checked, and he went down, and whatever. He was okay, but then Corey Perry came by, or who was it came by, and, like, smoked him in the head. His, his head hit the ice, and, like, what's the – we got to get an update. I don't know what the update status of, of Tavares is. I'm imagining not good. <laughs> That's the update. You know, I don't know. It's not life-threatening or anything like that. It, it was scary for a second because no one really knew what happened. No one really knew what happened when um, when he got hit. It happened so fast, and the way that you saw him, the way that you saw, like he was, you could tell he was hurt. And we were live on the air, right? So, like, we we were live on the air, and Cam said, because Cam's like a few seconds ahead, and he goes, "Oh my God, Tavares is like really hurt." And then you know you couldn't really tell. You couldn't really tell. Um, like how it happened, like it happened so fast type thing. And then like, it was like, where did he get hurt? What happened? So you sort of saw him struggling and he starts to get up a bit or try to get up. And it looked like he was like dead, like type thing. Like he just sort of went like a corpse, like boom, back. And, and, and people thought like instantly, I was like, oh my God, did he just get a skate to the neck or something? Because the doctors flipped, like the players on the ice were like, get over here, get over here fast. And it was a scary moment. But it turned out. So, like I said, I was wondering who hit him. So he got hit by uh, he got hit by Ben Sheriot. Sheriot. So Sheriot hits him. He fell to the ice, and then Corey Perry came flying in, man. But not deliberately. Like, like just like Perry's flying by. Like the play's going on. Perry just skates, but skates right into his face, man. Like a knee. Like a UFC knee to the head. Then Tavares' head smashes the ice. And, like, when you see it in slow motion, at first you're like, oh, my God, was it a skate? He's going to die? Like, it was scary, scary. It ra- and, you can- and then there was a fight after, and and and, and uh, Perry talked about it. There's a quote. And it's classy. This is how they handle it in hockey. 
Foligno told him, I know it was an accident, but he's our captain. We need to settle this. And he goes, let's just settle this. And they got it out of the way, and then there was no cheap shots or anything after. Everyone knows it was an accident. Hanser, Leaf fan, steps up and in from Toronto. What's going on, Hanser? Yo, Gabe, can you hear me? We got you, Hanser. Yeah, okay. So, like, from a proper Leafs fan to a proper Habs fan, it's a good game. It's going to be a good series. But that was the worst possible outcome you could ever script for the Leafs. Like, it was a new version. Being a Leafs fan is a form of masochism, and that was just a new wrinkle today. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. And we're going to warn you now, don't uh, don't start uh, going off and dropping that palms out of range here in a second. I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, poor Yang right now. Uh, but, no, you're exactly right. Actually, I think we're all right, actually. So, yeah, don't worry, Hanser. Uh, but, exactly, Hanser. People are going to say, like I said earlier, uh, that this is nine in a row that the Canadians are one in the playoffs against the Leafs. People are like, oh, what does it have to do with the past? It has everything to do with the past. You know it. It has everything to do with the past. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same listen. damn franchise as won a playoff series since 2004. Every game you lose, it's the same with Edmonton last night, right? Every game Edmonton loses in the playoffs, it just becomes bigger. It's like you guys are such chokers, and then it becomes bigger and bigger. And let's be real, Hanger. I know, and I like the kids. They're good kids. They're great players, but, bro, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, these dudes, are they ever going to freaking win a game, bro? Are they going to win a series ever, Hanger? I was thinking today after the game, I don't want to get dramatic, but if they they lose, you got to break these guys up. They'll never win. They can't win. No, listen, we're keeping it 100. The Leafs are in a bad position. It's it's not good, and the hex is real. I know I live it as a passionate Leafs fan. The Edmonton (laughs) one is even worse somehow, some way, with how they screwed up so many number one picks. That's like getting getting right home tests and failing them every time. All right, see, you I know? do it, Hanser. You can't do it, huh, Hanser? I'm sorry, but I hate <laughs> He couldn't, he couldn't the do thing it. Is the pain of a Leafs fan, like, 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 we lose the game, but we also lose our captain, and he gets carried off the ice of the stretcher 10 minutes into the seven-game series. Like, uh, it's, it's the worst possible thing you could deal with, man. It's, it's the new level of, like, we had Harold Ballard. We had Kerry Fraser. It's just the latest wrinkle. <laughs> yeah, Ballard. Yeah, well, that's, it is. That's the whole thing. You can say uh, just uh, a Matthias uh, mental note there. Uh, <laughs> uh, mark, mark down the time. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, the bets cashed. Everybody cashed. I saw it coming. Don't say it's like uh, sort of like when Kramer threw up on Susan. Don't say we didn't see it coming. We saw it coming from the American uh, listeners. Uh, Harold Ballard. Harold Ballard is like Bard Shots' worst older brother. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Uh, Mark Shots worse than him. Somehow. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they would be yeah, a tight yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, they would yeah. get along quite well. Yeah, yeah. Mark Shot. Uh, Mark Shot. Mark Shot might be worse. But all right. So. Uh, yeah, the Leafs are down, and they're big favorites here in Game 2. All right, Hanser, we're going to get you out of here, right? But uh, what's your prediction for Game 2? What's your prediction for Game uh, 2? Well, I think the Leafs will win Game 2, but one more take. This uh, this NBA play-in sort of thing, man, I th- I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing up my account on Charlotte. And a gutless performance, but it, I, I want two sources to make something a fact. Greg Popovich doesn't even show up for a game. Like, come on. <laughs> Hanser in Toronto. Thank you, Hanser. Uh, Jazz, I agree. Jazz says, ban Hanser. So that you warned him three times. It's unbelievable. You see what I live with, Jazz? You see? 
I got to say, I swear to God, I swear to God, the show, doing the show is a pleasure and it's smooth, but like people ask me, they're the man, it's pretty stressful life, huh? I'm like, nah, it's, it's pretty good. I said, the, the only stressful part is like uh, live chat rooms and callers. Callers, huh? Thanks, Hanger. <laughs> Between Bob the other night watching like porn in the background or whatever he was doing, for the love of God. All right. Um, poor big card, Julio. Thanks, Hanger. <laughs> yeah, there was fair warning. Um, yes, Mark Shot is dead. Uh, so, and we got quite the crew here in the chat tonight. All right, do we have Big Card Julio? Is uh, Julio ready to go in Chicago? Windy City? The Windy City Sports Report? Or are we going to get him on the other side here? Let's, let's get Julio. Let's get, all right, he's all right, all right. I was going to say, let's, let's get Julio on the other side, but let's, let's bring him in here. Julio! Julio! Hey, how you doing, Julio? <laughs> Marenzi, I'm doing well, my man. Uh, nothing better than an original six Stanley Cup playoff matchup, especially a Canadian original six matchup. So as a neutral, I'm going to enjoy watching Habs, Leafs, hopefully for a seven-game series. But I feel yeah, his passion. I, I feel terrible for him. <laughs> I would have until like he just caused uh, he just caused work for our crew, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, you did warn him, dude. You did warn him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. So, uh, but like we said, Yang Yang is in Florida with a gun in his hand. So you be careful, people. Be careful. All right. So, um, all right, Julio. I look for a lot of stuff to get to. Is uh, is you know, Larusa is going crazy this week and stuff. The Windy City Sports Report. But I look forward to your NBA uh, predictions here, Julio. And your uh, your multitude multitude of soccer picks that I'm sure you're ready to bring. Absolutely. And more. Let's go. NHL hockey. Oh yeah, original six, baby. Leafs are going down. You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the internet. Eight technology grand. Keep it here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite. And don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it... You're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, Brian. Here to place a wager. Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Late night anger management class. And people are asking, where's Bob? Bob was on two nights ago, right? And it was one of his worst calls ever. 
It was by far one of his worst calls ever. It was terrible. All right? He had noise going on in the background. He was like, what? Everything was like, what? <laughs> he sounded like he was drunk. Uh, we love Bob in Vermont. People, no, no. Bob, we'll get Bob on. Yeah, Bob said the Giants are going 11-6. and six. Uh, And then he took a shot at Merrill on the way out, which was kind of classic because Merrill was on hold. So I told Bob, Bob in Vermont, I'm like, Bob, all right, Bob, that's enough. And his call was pissing me off. I'm like, all right, Bob. And I'm trying to get him off. I'm like, Bob, Bob, Bob. And you know how he goes on. So I said, Bob, we got to go, right? We got Merrill coming on. He's like, Merrill's on again? (laughs) Merrill, he goes, Merrill, that guy, he's on again? Really? He's always on. (laughs) All right, Big Card Julio. Big Card Julio, play-by-play voice of uh, of Chicago State and the Windy City Bulls throwing it down with us, Julio. So what a time of year, Julio. Basketball. Listen, soccer's year-round. And I want to get to this with Matthias later, actually, and not uh, Matthias in Germany. We got Matthias in our chat in Germany, but we got Matthias in Los Angeles in our in one of our booths. So, like, we got all kinds of people around here. But – I see they just charged uh, charged seven people in Diego Maradona's death. What is this, cold case Argentina? I mean, like, I'll tell you what the cause of death was. Cocaine, all right? Like, who, who do they, I want to get to this. Man, tell me about this later, Matisse. Who are they blaming? Like, what are they, nuts with this guy? Dude, the guy was like a walking eight ball. Like, seriously, if you cut him open, blood wouldn't come out. Powder would have come out. Like, who are they taking down? Is drug dealers? I don't even know the story, but I just saw the headline. I was watching the games, and something like seven charge in Diego Maradona's death. I'm like, you what? Like, who? You're going to do charging Pablo Escobar? Uh, let's bring in. Matisse getting mad right now, probably. Oh, he's bad. He's talking, you know. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm giving the guy credit. And hey, hey, Julio. Um... Diego Maradona, one of the best soccer players ever, and one of the heaviest partiers ever. You got to give him credit for both. So, um, <laughs> how'd you do tonight? With, in yeah, yeah. He's an, yeah, icon. He's an icon. He's an icon in Archie. Everywhere. I'm not, I'm not surprised that they're looking to blame someone other than Diego for uh, for his death. I think uh, well, he's an icon in Italy too. Um, yeah, let me see this. So, uh, yeah, Maradona. What's up with this? They're blaming Maradona. Set blame charged. They charged seven people. Like, how do you charge seven people with with one death of a soccer player that was like seven health professionals charged with involuntary manslaughter and Maradona's death? All right. So uh, two of the seven health professionals were leaders of uh, Maradona's medical team. Seven health professionals attended to Diego Maradona in the days before his death have been charged with involuntary manslaughter. He led Argentina to the World Cup in 86. He died of a heart attack on November 25th. Um, rented a residence outside of Buenos Aires following brain surgery two weeks earlier. He was 60 medical reports given to prosecutors could, uh, concluded that Maradona was uh, in agony for more than 12 hours, did not receive adequate treatment, and could still be alive if he'd properly, been properly hospitalized. Oh, okay. That's not good. Medical panel reports that the pattern sign of risk of life were ignored, adding that Maradona showed uh, signs of prolonged agony for at least 12 hours. Hey, listen, I, I, I sympathize with Maradona, but, yeah, how many other people have died in agony in a hospital? They don't charge everyone after, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying. But anyways, Julio, how'd you do tonight with the games, Julio? You know, I had one of those moments, Gabe, where I should have listened instead of follow my own instincts and 
you were right about Tampa Bay and Florida. I thought it was going to be like game two, KG, low-scoring affair, but you and Cam were right. Uh, my under was uh, dead in the water by uh, midway through the second period. But other than that, soccer was pretty well. Had some decent baseball hits, but uh, it's that damn Stanley Cup playoff I'm trying to figure out. Gabe. All right, so did you uh... – Listen, we've been. It's the one thing I've been in a groove. I've been in a groove in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the most part. We've had a couple of, um, we've had a couple of slip ups and comebacks. Wild game tonight uh, with, with Vegas, but you know it's one of these deals, Julio, where the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs are sort of similar. You know they have a lot of firepower. They've got superstars. Like, look, man, between Drysidle, Austin, Ma- Austin Matthews just won what the trophy for most goals, right? Uh, you with the Rocker Richard Trophy. This guy wins the trophy for that. Connor McDavid's got 105 points. Both flashy teams with this, you know, high-powered stuff, but they both choke all the time. And now they both lose game one as underdogs. And now it's almost like, who are you going to bet on this game? Who are you going to take the Edmonton Oilers or the Winnipeg Jets? Are you going to pass on this? No, God, no. I'm taking Winnipeg, and I, I'm taking Winnipeg in game two. I, it's one of those where if you look at the Stanley Cup playoffs game, yeah, it's great you have high-powered offense over the course of the season, but when it comes to this time of the year, it's almost you have to do you have to sacrifice everything to win this cup. So sometimes if you're a high-powered offense, you need to put your body on the line to block a couple of pucks uh, in situations uh, like what, late in the game. I, I, I like Winnipeg. I think they can be able to, to jump to a, a 2 nothing lead. And, and for the price, I'm not touching. I'm going nowhere near Edmonton. Are you fired up for the NBA playoffs here? Are you going to be betting any series prices? Uh, well, you know, I'm fired up for the potential of some unders in Knicks-Atlanta. I, I hope that's going to be a, a defensive slugout style of, uh, style of series. Denver Portland has uh, has the the feel where it's just going to be an up and down. You mentioned this earlier, sort of this crazy style of series. I think there, there could be potential overs in that series. I w- would like to look at Jokic's props over the course of that series. I think Milwaukee over the last few years, I, I just I'm, I, I can't. I can't buy them. There's, I can't really go into them. There's no really no real value. I think the Heat can win in seven. So I'd like to look at a series price between Miami and Milwaukee, or maybe just do a rollover parlay, go game by game in that series. I, I do feel for Phoenix, Gabe, because it's like can DeAndre Eaton and the, the the light bigs of Phoenix over a course of the series contain LeBron and then Anthony Davis? I, I don't think so. I think the Lakers can win in six. So I'm really looking at that series. And, uh, I mean, can, can uh, Luka Doncic have a little bit of magic like he did last summer against the Clippers in the first round? Uh, I'm not going to be going all in. I'll be dipping my toes, Gabe, but those are some of the series I'm looking at. Yeah, you know what? If you, We talked about it earlier, guys. If you're the Phoenix Suns, and I like Phoenix. I like their roster and everything. But what a matchup you get, huh? If you're Phoenix, you have this great year. You sign Chris Paul. Booker takes the next step. Aiton plays great. You guys, you know what I mean? You're nearly the one seed. You're right there. You miss out on the one seed. You end up as the two seed. And somehow, who do you get? LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. You can't make this up if you're Phoenix. And in fact, I know all about it because um, the that happened to the Raptors before. 
Like the Raptors used to lose to the Cavaliers all the time, man. It was tortured. I used to go to the games and spend big money on tickets. And like, it's actually one of the most times I've ever snapped after a game. I, you know what I mean? I, I'm actually pretty calm about this stuff now, but I was really worked up. Like, I was like, I swear to God, like, on the way out of the arena, like, like I picked up, like, I, I grabbed, like, a trash can or whatever, man. Like, like it was, and normally, man, they'd freak out in Toronto. Like, it's a pretty uptight arena, except I'll never forget, man, I was, like, smashing things on the way out. Not breaking things, but I was, like, freaking out. And uh, some cop looks over at me, and I thought he was going to tell me to chill out. And he goes to me, can you effing believe they lost? <laughs> like a cop, like, <laughs> like even a cop. Like I was like, oh, I got to chill as a cop. And he looks at me, he goes, can you believe they effing lost, man? And I'm like, no, man, I can't. I was like, oh, I broke down. I was like, oh, it was a horrible call. Like, well, of course, they gave a call LeBron late, and it was the same crap. Like, the Raptors lost to the Cavaliers, bro, in every possible seeding. You know what I mean? It was like when the Raptors were the eighth seed, the Cavs were the one seed, they beat them. It's like, you know, then they were like three and six, they beat them. Then it was like, no, 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 this is the year the Raptors are good. They're the two seed. And it's like, yeah, you got to be kidding me. They got LeBron, <laughs> that's the seventh seed. <laughs> and then LeBron wins again. Like, you can't make it up. But, yeah, it seems like Phoenix are in tough. Um, I tell you, though, Atlanta and, and New York played, Julio, and it was a track meet, I remember, last time they played. That's the thing with the Knicks. They can score a little bit. You know Atlanta's going to want to push the pace in that game. Yeah, I, I think with Thibodeau, when it comes to playoff basketball – Thibs is a guy yeah, who doesn't want to point. give up possessions. He doesn't want to give up easy. He doesn't want to give up easy baskets. I mean, I can recall. My God, I was. I think I was in high school when the Bulls were taking on uh, the Nets in a playoff series where they were a depleted roster, and the Bulls had to play ugly in that series to pull out a win with Joakim Noah and Ben Gordon. So I think this time of year, Thibs wants to keep these games as tight as possible. I think he's the right coach to contain that huge hype in the number one media market in the country. I think it's going to be like 90s Knicks style of playoff basketball, I hope. That's a great point, Julio. You know, in those days, man, God, that was bad. Like, literally, bro, they were in the 70s. It was in the 70s. Like, I like to look up the final scores. Like, I'm telling you, man, with Thibodeau and Derrick Rose, they played to get to 80. Like, I remember if they got to 82, they would win. It was one of those deals. Like, they won games like 77 to 76 and stuff like that. The late night Andrew management class, bring it. Took you long enough to get here, Sporto. Now that you've found us, keep it right here for sports news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. 
Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to a different kind of sports talk. We're not just talk about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too. It's a lot dumber bet, trust me. Just listen to this program. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Well, 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 the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, win again. It's funny. Oh, Albert Pujols is done. Carey Price is done. Albert Pujols, two-run shot. Boom. Uh, two-run shot. Albert Pujols wins the game for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's funny how everyone's done. God, I hate modern media and people online. But we love big card Julio. So Julio Rosario with us. And um, so, Julio, the Windy City Sports Report, always an eventful week, man. i got to tell you what Tony LaRusso is, isn't it? Last week we were talking about him falling asleep. So you got a stupid home run that's hit. He rips his own player publicly. Then the Twins throw at his players, and he sides with the Twins players. <laughs> then the White Sox players complain. And he basically tells them to shut up, that he's the manager. Um, yeah, this is going well. Seems like it's getting worse by the week, Julio. But they're still winning. And the thing is, they're winning despite him. He yeah. doesn't even know the rules. Like, he's cost them games, and he's worried about home runs. Like, bro, you don't even know the rules. You cost us a game. Some of your other stupid decisions have cost us games. I know there's, he's supposed to be playing some younger other guys at times, and he doesn't. I know he's pissing off like some people in the organization with this. And, and, and they're winning anyway, so, oh, he's going to be there. But, God, it's a train wreck with this guy. Yeah, it's never a dull moment. It's, it's quite unique to see uh, the White Sox making national news like this. And like you just said, they're still winning games. They're one of the best teams in the American League at 26-16. and 16. But to provide just a huge context for the national audience that's listening, either on uh, terrestrial radio on XM204, Jerry Reinsdorf, the team owner who also owns the Bulls, he and Tony LaRussa are longtime friends. I mean, long, long-time friends. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was basically the owner overstepping his general manager who pretty much was going to pick the, pick the next manager of the White Sox, overstepped him to bring in La Russa. Now, again, the guy's, what, 74 years old? He's stuck in his ways. He's a manager that will defend his players. He's been a manager that will talk about his players in the media. Um, more than likely anything he says in the media, he tells his players privately. Players do love him for a particular reason, but again, this is the owner who made this decision. He's only going to be around for a couple of years. But again, what happened this past week was quite astonishing. Uh, with the modern media and White Sox Twitter, the fan in me is almost annoyed with the current fan base, just the way they're hopping on every single story. But the way this had turned out <laughs> this week was, I mean, that, it's, quite, it's quite astonishing to talk bad about your own player. But again, to provide context on this particular instance with your mean Mercedes, I don't think Tony, Tony LaRusso kind of likes the guy. He was late a couple of weeks ago, blamed traffic. So 
I don't think Tony's a, a quite 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 of a fan of this guy, but yeah, it's interesting to do that in the media. But Tony's done that before. He's berated reporters. I'm not surprised. He's 74. He's an old man stuck in his ways. And like you just said, Gabe, the White Sox are still playing well. They're, what are, they're third in batting in the American League. They're first in runs. They're fourth in hits. I mean, the team's playing well despite their drunken buffoon manager. <laughs> and I think they're going to be like this the entire season. I think, I think they're going to win despite them. And somehow, yeah. in a weird way, you know how in sports, Gabe, the team's going to rally around each other, and they're going to kind of rally around Tony as well, I think, especially if they, they continue can, to play well. And catch Julio on 670, the score in the Windy City. It's our Windy City uh, sports report, and the White Sox get the Yankees uh, this weekend. So a big-time, big-time series uh, here should be some fun. I got to tell you, it's been wild, man. So was there a no-hitter tonight? Did I miss a no-hitter, guys? No, huh? I guess we I would have heard. <laughs> no, no hitters tonight. Uh, it's shocking. It's just like, is it one or two days? I don't even remember. Like, they're so common right now. Did Kluber throw the no-hitter last night or two nights ago? I guess it was two nights ago? Two nights ago. Yeah, two nights ago. Oh, it's been two days. Yep. Yep. You know, as of what I saw yesterday, actually, I looked last night, and we didn't get to it, but there's been 16, 16 complete games this year in Major League Baseball. Six of them are no-hitters. One of them is Bumgarner, who he got screwed over. I don't see how it's a complete game and not a no-hitter. So let's throw him in there. So think about that. Seven of the 16 complete games are no-hitters. So in other words, like, if you go nine innings, if you can go the distance, like, it's almost like you've got, like, a 47% chance of throwing a no-hitter. I don't know. It's like it's crazy, these numbers. Even Clayton Kershaw, who's a pitcher, who I don't know if you saw today, he said, like, he goes, these guys are idiots for messing with the baseball. Now the baseball, remember, like, they, you know, the baseball supposedly was going to go about a foot less only. Whatever, dude. I, you know, they're blaming the baseball. They blame the mound. They blame this. They blame that. They blame everything, Julio. Who knows anymore? I mean, baseball in and of itself, while a simple, simple game, it's also a complicated game. There's multiple factors. You got to tip your cap to the good pitching. You got to poo poo the situations where a lot of teams are trying to swing for the fences a lot of times. Kind of why I like the White Sox. Third in the American League at batting at 260, but they're one of the bottom feeders. I think they're like 23rd, 24th. I'd have to look at my numbers in home runs. It's one of the reasons I like Tampa Bay. Look at Tampa or San Francisco. Teams that hit the contact, hit to the gaps hit with runners in scoring position, put up numbers like Tampa Bay did today against the Baltimore Orioles, put up numbers like San Francisco did, put up numbers like the White Sox. The stat I gave, the nugget I gave last week gave, the White Sox won a, a one-run affair yesterday. That's just the third time this season. So they've done over the run line in 20, uh, what 23 or 24 wins, wins of the season. Teams with quality hitters can produce. Teams that swing for the fences and launch angle don't do too well, kind of like the Chicago Cubs and uh, several other teams did. Well, yeah, it's a great point uh, that you raised. That speaking of southpaws, Jordan Montgomery on the hill. Jordan Montgomery. Well, give me Carlos uh, Rodon. This is one of those interesting things, Gabe's, where in the Chicago market, I got the White Sox at minus one hundred four in FanDuel. I'm looking at New York uh, or the New Jersey market at FanDuel, and the White Sox yeah. are about a dollar. 14, maybe 15 in the overnight markets. No, sure no, no, right now. Maybe right around the middle. Right now, the White Sox are plus 100. 
So they're pl- they're plus one hundred. What's the max? In, in, Give me that, please. In, yeah. In Jersey, what are they? What are they in uh, Illinois? Uh, we've got the tax of minus one hundred four. Oh, minus one hundred four. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So you get a better, you get a better price plus uh, plus one hundred right now. You know the Yankees. FanDuel though in New Jersey is an interesting market. It's not a homer market. It isn't. Like people will bet against the local team all the time. Like it's it's not. You'll want, look at Yankee numbers. Like they're not that skewed at all. And people will bet against the Mets all the time there too. People don't believe in their local teams there. So uh, so yeah, Yankees minus one eighteen. But Montgomery being a southpaw, I bring that up. It's unbelievable, guys. And you know what's crazy, Julio is the Cubs as well. I brought this up the other day. So here's the combined record, guys, of of the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox versus left-handed pitching this year. And we know about the White Sox, of course, last year uh, were 14-0. So they're 9-2 right now. So it's a 23-2 run for the White Sox. 23-2. 23-2, last 25 games against the left-handed starting pitcher. The White Sox have won. That's unbelievable. 23 in the last 25 times they've won. Meanwhile, look at the Chicago Cubs, Julio. I know one talks about this, but they're brethren, bro. You might hate them, Julio, but I tell you what, those Cubbies, 11-3 against left-handed pitching this year. So think about that, 11-3, and, and then you throw in the White Sox at 9-2, uh, this year, that's uh, what twenty and five. So between the, both Chicago teams, they're twenty and five against left-handed pitching. That's insane, Julio. What a number! There's a windy city stat for your listeners. It's a beautiful number, especially if uh, you, if you've uh, you've been cashing those tickets, Gabe. And if you've been watching the Cubs, three out of four over Washington. It's been sort of a challenge over the last couple of weeks from their manager, David Ross. Can they hit hit the contact, play a little small ball? By doing that, they've been producing. Ian Happ hit a home run in yesterday's game. I believe that's his fifth in his last seven games. It's starting to warm up outside as we hit to late May, early June. I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see the Cubs, uh, you know, go on a nice little run here. They've got the, a division shaped, shaping up with their three games back and second to the Cardinals where – a nice run could put them back in the first place. But again, if they hit the contact, they'll produce results. So if you see Javier Baez swinging at a slider well on the outside corner, then, well, Katie barred the door. All right. Well, you know what? The White Sox are playing the Yankees. But let us say, let me ask you, Julio, you would know being in Chicago, but aren't the Cardinals, like, that's it. Like, don't the Cubs fans hate the Cardinals more than anything else? What a big weekend of games this weekend. Yes. Sox, yeah. White Sox, Yankees, and then the, Car- yeah. the Cubs and Cardinals. Yeah, Cubs-Cardinals, that's a huge rivalry. That's uh, the stuck-ups in Chicago against the, the good old Midwestern <laughs> people. Of, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the it, Docker special. Series. It's always a festive. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's always should a be brought to you by Dockers. Series, but, uh, yeah, that should be a good one for the it should be it should be a good series uh, this weekend between Cubs and Cardinals for their first little uh, tango. Carlos Carlos uh, Martinez on the hill uh, for St. Louis, and remember, guys, earlier in the year, earlier in their year, this guy was getting lit up. All right, he was getting torched, um, like, you know, like a bong in the back of Snoop Dogg's tour bus, and 
you know, his first start of the year, four runs. Second start, three runs. Then six runs. Then he really, he, he, he had a great stretch. He actually had uh, four straight starts in which he only gave up two runs combined. And, man, he went, like, uh, six innings, seven innings, eight innings. Like, really impressive. Then he got, like, absolutely lit up uh, by Colorado. Uh, he got lit up by Colorado in his last start, so that's kind of tricky right there. But big series, man, and ba- baseball's been fun this year. There's been some crazy stuff, so I think that's a pretty interesting number, though, guys. Uh, 20 and 5 between the Cubs and the White Sox against Southpaw pitching. It's one of these things, even if you're not in the trends, it's not really a trend. It just keeps happening. Like, it's reality. It's just a fact. Guys, the White Sox right. were 14 and 0 last year. So it's a shortened season last year, right? So they were 14 and 0 against left-handed pitching. Now they're 9 and 2. There's something to it. Like it's not like a it's not all oh, that's just a small anomaly. No, man, we're going on 2 years now. It's in the year 2. They smoke left-handed pitching. It just is what it is. White Sox are plus 394 on the season right now if you've been betting $100 on every game. Meanwhile, the Cubs are just only up 58 bucks, Julio. <laughs> at least you're not down. At least you're not down. But look at the White Sox. I think uh, I've got them uh, on the run line, plus 165. Only four wins this season at one run. It's a pretty advantageous number. Again, if they're going up against a lefty tomorrow in Montgomery, why not take a shot with a nice juicy plus price? All right, so listen, we'll get uh, we'll get you out of here on the other side, Julio, and think about your best bets. And remember, Julio, we're going to be on the clock on the other side. So big card, Julio, mid card, Julio, best bets only coming up. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sling.com. Working hard 24 hours a day to give you your USRDA of the winning edge. Everything a growing boy needs. Sit up straight. Get it right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, yeah. All right, we got Julio Rosario with us. Um, 670 to score in the Windy City. Play-by-play voice, Chicago State in the Windy City Bulls. Julio also likes to uh, recreational lay it down legally, of course, courtesy of uh, FanDuel. All right, um, Julio, what do you like this uh, weekend? What are your best bets? Uh, what are you looking at? What sport? What do you got? All right, European soccer, final weekend of the season in most leagues, so tread lightly. 
Spanish La Liga, I'm going with a nice money line parlay of Atletico de Madrid, Real Madrid, Barcelona, plus 163. My Chicago Fire gave, they're playing terrible soccer, winless this season. <laughs> They've lost their last four, only given, only scoring one goal in their last four. They're taking on, I hate these names, Gabe, Inter Miami CF. Plus 190, mispriced there. I'll take advantage of that. Inter Miami plus 190 to beat Chicago Fire in MLS on Saturday. Over three and a half goals, Dortmund against Bayern Leverkusen in German Bundesliga. Brooks Kepka to win the P- PGA at plus 900, giving the White Sox on Friday with uh, Carlos Rodon to beat the Yankees at plus 100 and on the run line at plus 165. So give me the Denver Nuggets minus one in game one against Portland. Yeah, I'm starting to buy in on that Nugget stuff. We were talking, I don't know if you heard Teddy earlier, Julio. I don't know. I know you're a busy man, uh, but we were talking with Teddy. And you start to break it down. Jamal Murray's been gone for a while. This guy hasn't fallen. Porter Jr. is a freaking stud. They've got a bunch of studs. They have the MVP in the league in Nikolai Jokic. They have home court, and everybody's acting like Denver, the Washington Generals now or something. Oh, Denver without Jamal Murray. It's right. not Michael Jordan, people. I think I think you're on to something, Julio. Can't, uh, hey, we, had, we got all this MLS soccer. Suddenly, you guys, MLS has been going under suddenly, man. What a big weekend of sports. Great job, Julio. You sounded crystal clear tonight, too. Great stuff. As always, my man, thanks for joining us. Go Habs. Take care. Thank you. Take that, Toronto. What do you think of that? Ooh, you'll say go Habs. Bring it. <laughs> Remember that state championship game you played in high school? Yeah. We, we can't get over it either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.